Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we uh, have a terrific show for you here. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, the World Economic Forum is making it clear. We're going to eat their food on their terms, on their timetable. Get your storable food at preparewithdave.com and get your water filtration while they last. And then we're on the last leg with this. And I'm the only vendor in the United States for the Alexa Pure Pro water filter because of shortage. So go to waterwithdave.com. Also, too, wanted to mention real quick that uh, I'm a customer of Noble Gold, not just an advertiser. I am diversified. Now, I don't think this is necessarily 100% foolproof, but when the crash comes, I'm going to have a lot softer landing than people that do nothing and leave their money in the bank. And uh, you can call Noble Gold and talk about your options. I've done that. They're good at protecting IRAs. I've done that. I have gold and silver done that. They really are good at what they do. Call them at 877-646-5347. Mention my name, 877-646-5347. And again, check us out on the TV, where we put together a team of experts designed to help you get through what's going on. You want to play celebrity? Go to ABC. You want info? You go to the TV. And then finally, we're brought to you by Health Masters, the group. And I'm not kidding when I say this. This is not hyperbole. The group, Dr. Ted Brower's group, that kept me off the operating table, not once, but twice, also has helped Doug Hagman with blood sugar issues. And we have treatments named after us at healthmasters.com, and you can get a discount. Health5 is the coupon code for 5% off your next order. And with the supply chain coming out of Shanghai, which is now affecting medical imaging and and antibiotics, listen to me, you better learn how to self-treat with natural medicine, natural protocols. And you can stockpile healthmasters.com. And speaking of healthmasters, our guest today is an old friend of mine, and we're like an old marriage, because (laughs) we can have disagreements and still hang on. We're Ted and I are both. Ted Brower and I both have long-term marriages to uh, wonderful women, and uh, I started getting along better with my wife when I realized she was right. So, <laughs> and so <laughs> I had this discussion with Doug Thornton the other day too. Uh, their instincts about uh, our endeavors are usually very, very good, but uh, we hang on in our marriages because we can tolerate difference of opinion, and we're going to have a difference of opinion here. But Ted, before I bring you in here, I just wanted to say this: there's a couple things here, folks. We have shows out there, Doug Thornton and I do, and you really want 
to pay attention. This uh, Gendron kid, uh, the Buffalo shooter, uh, who drove uh, three hours uh, twice in two days. I don't believe that he did that the, the first time. Uh, he could have gone up the road less than an hour away to Syracuse and done the same thing. But just coincidentally, the security guard he killed, the retired Buffalo policeman, has a patent pending for a water-based carburetor. And when you're dealing with an administration that wants you out of all your cars regardless, I think this needs to be looked at. The geography is wrong, and this is now suspect. You've got uh, killing two birds with one stone, uh, racially motivated killings, no question. Uh, but also, too, I think this security guard was targeted, and he ended up in the manifesto before this happened. I find that more than a coincidence. And then one more thing, Joe Biden, what? a jackass, unfit to lead, politicized the entire Uvalde event, never a word of sympathy, empathy for the most horrible thing. And here's a guy who lost a son, and yet he can't share that pain with the nation and unifies. Unfit to lead, the moron in chief needs to be out. 25th Amendment, he needs to be gone, plain and simple. Anyway, that takes care of my rant. Ted and I are going to talk about some issues that I'm going to let him lead the way, and then we're going to put on the gloves and go 12 rounds. Ted, what's up, my friend? <laughs> well, I, number one, uh, you know, we all know Joe Biden's not in charge. I mean, he's not, he's not even senile. He's, I mean, I mean he's, not, he's not even senile. He's beyond that. He's like Alzheimer's, senile dementia, you know, all kinds of men, mental disorders all rolled into one. It's past senile senility. And, uh, you know, the guy just should be in a nursing home somewhere and kept away from little children. You know, I mean, you, you, they notice mm-hmm. they don't put mm-hmm. him up on the platform to do any news conferences anymore. They can't. And they don't let him ever get around little kids anymore because he's a sniffer and a weirdo. Uh, so, I mean, so geez, this guy's just, he's just, he's just reprobate yeah. along with his wretched son. So I agree with you 100% on that. Uh, in addition to that, you're right. Shanghai is still shut down. And a lot of our chips and a lot of our manufacturing and a lot of our drugs and a lot of other things are coming out of Thailand, Shanghai, over in the Far East. And we're having a problem with getting medicines, et cetera, now in the United States. So, yes, you need to be stockpiled on supplements to look at it from a nutritional standpoint. Really, really, really important. We've got a brand-new product coming out now. It's a highly absorbable hyaluronic acid, which is almost impossible to find on the market. We've got it in development. It's being packaged and processed right now, and it will be out here probably within another week. So I'm really excited about that one. That was to help increase synovial fluid and lubrication of joints. I've been using it, the prototypes that we've developed, and I've had a huge increase in mobility in my joints. That's number one and number two on all that with Biden in the, in the end of the synovial fluid. And number three, we need to also talk about what's going on with the electric cars. Uh, this is like, you're right, you know, the guy had a carburetor that basically run on water. And the crazy part about all of this is they now are having massive supply shock, you know, availability on electrical grids all over the world with billions of people who are going to be out of power this summer. Mm-hmm. If we if we throw a billion more electric cars into the power grid, it'll short everything out. It can't handle it. It simply cannot handle it because you have peak and reserve loads on meters. I took a whole class in, you know, in, in, in utility management in, in the graduate school at FSU. And what they have, they have what's called spinning reserve. So in other words, they keep, let's say they have, have to have a 100 kilowatts online all the time. They always keep that spinning reserve of 100 kilowatts going. Whether people use it or not, they're producing it. And then what happens at nighttime, when people stop using the load, they may drop it down to 20 kilowatts or kilowatts of spinning reserve because they have the ability then to reduce the amount of fuel they're using to create energy. Well, the problem with all of that is 
if you're running these facilities at 100% capacity at 100 watts, kilowatts, and you're peaking out at 150, 200 kilowatts per hour, whatever you're using, and all of a sudden you're finding out, oh, my gosh, you know, now we have to plug in six electric cars every night. Well, now there's no longer a downtime for the entire generating system. Now they cannot do maintenance, et cetera, et cetera. It's running at full capacity all the time, and it simply can't charge all the EV vehicles. But nobody's thinking about that. It's just ridiculous. I mean, you see these lines in California where people are actually standing in line for hours on end while other people are charging their cars, waiting in line to charge their car. It's stupid. Now, hybrids, I was okay with hybrids. You know, you have a car that runs on electricity and a car that can run on, you know, gasoline if it runs out of electricity and it can continue to work like a, like a Toyota Prius. Now, I think they're kind of a gay-looking little thing. I don't like them as far as vehicles, but the reality is, is they weren't a bad design. They really weren't. Honda made a couple of those, too. But that wasn't good enough. They went full EV. So we have to stay away from all of those things because of what that's going to do to the power grid. Now, saying that, I'll say this. Nikolai Tesla developed batteries. I mean, they were called Edison batteries back in the early 1900s that would run on nickel plates, and they could run on basically uh, water instead of acid. And they would run literally for 100 years. They still have nickel batteries, these types of batteries that are still working, by the way. And you still buy the Edison batteries. They could have put those types of units in the cars, as Nikolai Tesla told them they could, and they could have charged those batteries continuously from the electromagnetic energy of the planet itself and never had to deal with plugging it in and never had to develop the fossil fuel industry. They didn't want to do that because there's more source of control with fossil fuel. Plus, remember… Gasoline is a byproduct of the fossil fuel energy field, right? They make plastics, they make drugs, they make cosmetics, they make all of this stuff all of the time when they're processing gasoline or oil. So they're not going to shut the industry down. That's what's so funny about this. Well, we're going to shut the industry down. No, you're not. It produces too many products for too many people on, on the planet to shut the industry down. Now, I don't know what they're going to do with the byproduct of gasoline that's being left over when they produce all these other plastics, etc. I guess they can burn them off, but if they do that, they're just going to increase their carbon footprint. The whole thing's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. And that's exactly what happened, you know, in, you know, in, in, 19, in the 1930s. You know, Tesla developed all types of energy weapons, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which they seized upon his death up in New York. And he even, he even developed an energy weapon that they say may have been used at Tungusta. You know, when that thing, that quote-unquote, they thought mm-hmm. it was a meteorite that blew up. You remember all that story. Exactly, yeah. But here's the thing. The energy that we developed from, like, rocket engines, like the Verda von Braun from the 20s and the 30s, uh, Pamundo and all the things that the Nazis did, that's the technology they want us to believe is still here and that we're still using all that. We're way beyond that. We have anti-gravity tech, et cetera, et cetera. Personally, I believe they were, they're 500 years ahead of what they've done as far as the retro engineering in 1947 with Roswell. I think they have all types of spacecraft, et cetera, that they can use. In other words, Donald Trump put up a space force. What the heck do we need that for if we don't have any astronauts or any ability to well, get payloaded off Ted, of let me correct you on one thing. Sure. He didn't put up a space force. He made what was there public, at least part That's of it. That's correct. I stand corrected. You're absolutely right. It was already there. Now, I'm going to say that to say this. I don't believe we ever went to the moon on the Apollo program. However, I believe the United States has been to the moon and probably to Mars. You know, we have advanced technology to do that. Dave and I differ on that. He believes that we use the Apollo technology. I think he was too antiquated at that point since they already had 20 years of technology from the down spaceships in Roswell to develop the technology to send them to the moon. I've got a friend of mine. He's an electrical engineer. His name is Lee Shu. And Lee Shu basically worked for NASA back in the 60s. He's one of the top guys. And he told me, this is what Lee told me. Because he worked there. He was there upon the launch. He said that the Apollo never left orbit. He said the Apollos were put, the, 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 when they were put in a low or low Earth orbit, they put them south of the equator so they could monitor their telemetry from Australia so it would not be well known all over the northern hemisphere. And he said that basically what happened is 
they never went to the moon. That was a giant staged operation with Apollo. Now, I'm saying that to say this. I believe that we've gone to the moon. Now, whether or not the astronauts from Apollo went to the moon or not, they may have. They may have gone on with different technology. But that's why they're not going to tell you back in the 60s that there were spaceships that were down and we have the technology. They're going to make you think and make you believe that we have this old, antiquated, 900-year-old technology from Werner von Braun and the Nazis that we're using to put payloads in the orbit. But suddenly we, we scrap our own shuttle program because it was too expensive to try to continue to run this scam on the American population. I personally believe, and we have this developed back in Germany again, back in the 30s, the anti-gravity technology. It was already developed with the with the Glocke and all the other things they have. I believe that stuff has been put into play. I believe that it's there. I believe that we have a space force. I believe, we, like you said, Dave, we've had a space force. Trump just made it public. And that the American population is so dumbed down, they keep so dumbed down, they don't want to know that we have fallen angels that we have other entities from other dimensions that are traveling here on an ongoing basis. And the Bible tells us, and Rush Dizdar told us this before his death, he told us there were like six or seven different types of entities that you could call extraterrestrials that the Bible talked about. So all of this stuff is real that Dave and I talk about all of the time. Now, I say all that to say this. It doesn't make one bit of difference. Jesus Christ is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus Christ knew about all these entities because Jesus Christ is God. He's in the exact image of God Almighty. And he sits with God on the throne in heaven as a triune Godhead who's omnipresent. So he knew all of this stuff was going to happen when he was here 2,000 years ago. And God knew all of this stuff was going to happen with these other entities thousands of years ago. That's why he mitigated the damage with Christ when he sent him to save us 2,000 years ago. It's simple. Human beings were in a fallen state because of what happened to them after the, you know, the Garden of Eden and what happened to them after the flood. They were in a fallen state. We needed to be redeemed to God. Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High God, came here and redeemed us to make us able to commune with God Almighty again through the blood of the Lamb, which is Jesus. It's a simple concept with creation. It's a simple concept with salvation. All you have to do is accept the fact that it's a fact and believe in it, and God will fill you with his Holy Spirit. So this is the thing that they don't want us to think about. This is why the Kabbalists want their old world order back. They want to go back to Rome. They want to go to the ancient Roman times, which they have the open human sacrifices, et cetera, et cetera. And they want to have the ability to basically kill people at whim. They want that. They want it back. They have no problems killing humans because they are not of this DNA they themselves claim. Genesis they claim there's six, something right? else. That's exactly right. And that's, that's who's running the planet. This is a synagogue of Satan. God has said it in the book of Revelation twice. It's who they are. And Jesus called them out in the book of John. They are the death children of the devil, is what he, he called them in John. And he said that their father was a liar, that he was the father of lies, and that they basically were, they, 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 that was their daddy. And so we got to understand this. You know, it's not China. It's not Russia. It's not Chile. It's not anywhere else. It's the synagogue of Satan that runs the planet and has done so for thousands and thousands of years. And we need to get that. And once we see that, and that makes sense, then we're okay. Because remember, I don't, I'm, I'm done dealing with kindergarten people. I've had enough of it. I've had enough of it, Dave. You know, when you have to tell somebody that basically 9-11 was an inside job, and they have no idea there was a Building 7. They're in kindergarten. They are in kindergarten. They have no idea what's really going on in the world. They've got their head stuck in a mud pot. That's all they are. They have no interest in learning. You try to ask them a question, they don't want to know more. I don't talk to people like that. The Ted and Austin Brower show, and I know your show is the same way. We're PhD programs. You know, you were a college professor. I was a college professor. And here's the thing. I want people to realize that I teach PhD-level stuff. I don't do this nonsense with one plus one is two. 
of course, Common Core says it's five now, which is stupid too. It's all the dumbest down. But I don't want to have anything to do with these idiots who think that communism is good, that socialism is good. You can't convince them. I've tried. It's like I used to have people come into the clinic all the time back in the 80s, and they'd hear me on radio or they'd hear me on TV, and I'd talk to them. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time about their joints or about their health or about their diet or about their weight or about their blood pressure or whatever and they would turn right back around to the exact same thing over and over and over again and never make the changes it's like the people that have come to me now and say look i had to get the kill shot i was forced to because i had to, didn't want to lose my job i got to pay my mortgage etc i got to feed my family will you pray for me and i do and i say what can you do to mitigate it i tell them n-acetylcysteine vitamin c d3 but you can't change dna shot because it continues to produce spike proteins let them know that so you have to mitigate the damage and then they turn right back around and i find out a month later they go get a flu shot which is not mandatory and they say oh by the way i've had my flu shot now and i just look at them I'm like why did i pray for you three flu shots in a row increase the risks of senile dementia by 50 percent why am I back to this square one with you? 
I wrote a book 20 years ago. It's called Maximum Solutions to ADD, Autism, and Learning Disabilities in Children. And I tied it right back together to the thimerosal and to the vaccines and to the aluminum and all the heavy metal contamination and the adjuvants in the vaccines. I, I, I don't. If, if people have been so asleep for so long, Dave, that they don't know that 9-11 was an inside job for over 20 years now, and they don't believe that chemtrails are real, geoengineering is real, and I have to try to convince them of that, why am I talking to them? I'd rather talk to your audience and my audience and all the other audiences of all these alternative talk show places and have these people give our shows, your show, my show, and basically link them to these shows so they can listen to them themselves and so they can start learning what they need to know because I've learned something. The other day I was flying with a friend of mine. i got a pilot who's got a plane. He was in a little, it was a little bitty plane. We were flying and I asked him very clearly, I said, have you? had the vaccine oh yeah i've had the vaccine in all three boosters and when they come out with booster number four and booster number five i'm taking those too and i thought myself nah, that's nice hope he doesn't die why i'm flying with him <laughs> just that's the first thing i thought and I, but i didn't say a word back to him because he was adamantly convinced now i heard zig ziglar was a good friend of mine i did a hundred seminars with him I spoke to over a million people with him back in the 90s and ziglar said something one time in one of his tapes and i love this and i'm going to quote it on your show now he said that these people basically speak with the with with the conviction and the air with the conviction and arrogance that comes with stupidity and ignorance. So he said, he said they believe they know everything, and you can't try to convince them otherwise. So there's no reason to basically try to discuss it with them. They have the conviction of arrogance, and they, they and they and they and they, and, they, and they think that they're right, and you can't change their minds. Now I could have sat there and gone into detail with him, and basically done everything I know to do to try to fix him. But what am I going to do? He's already had he's already had four shots. He had the shot and three boosters. I can't fix that. I can't mitigate that. I just hope he continues to stay alive. You know, we have these airline CEOs. They mandated the shots for these doggone pilots. They forced it on them, or they're going to get fired. And then now their pilots are dying and having heart attacks and being forced into retirement. And now they don't have pilots to fly their stupid airplanes. And now we have shortages of pilots all over the world now because of the forced vaccines. This is the problem that we have when we allow government to come in and socialism to come in and communism to come in and take over industry. See, when the Rothschild banking cartel, which are just pure communist, socialist, synagogue of Satan groups, when they came in and they set up State Street, BlackRock, and Vanguard and the bloodline families, and they were able to print unlimited amounts of money because of their central banks, they bought up the markets. And when they buy up the markets, they buy up these corporations, Dave. They put people and CEOs in positions of power that don't know what they're doing, or mid-level management in positions of power that don't know what they're doing. Look what happened with State Farm this week. They put out a big thing. They were going to start promoting transgender stuff and books to give the school's children. And they had to do an immediate retraction because one of their lower-level HR people apparently – what I can understand from this, basically issued this without going through top-level management, and hundreds of thousands of people contacted State Farm, and we're going to cancel their policies. You know, but State Farm, did, did they actually cancel, Ted? I'm, I wasn't sure no, about that. No, what they no, they did, they, they retracted. The State Farm okay. issued a, a nationwide response to this. Because it said this was not approved through upper-level management. Somebody basically did it on the down low, and now we basically are saying, no, we are not going to ever do this. Teaching sexual identity, et cetera, belongs to the parents and not to school teachers, and we're not going to promote this. State Farm was smart, unlike Disney, that doubled down now and have their line of transgender clothing. And what happens is when you bring these people into these high levels of management position like Disney's done, they make really stupid mistakes because they are, they're incompetent. It's, it's the Peter principle. They're elevated to their own level of incompetence. You, you remember you taught that in, in business school. And see, this is the thing that people don't get. You can't have people that are 
put into positions of power who don't know what they're doing. Then you end up with Atlas Shrugged all over again. They make really stupid decisions. This is Joe Biden. This is Hunter Biden. They're idiots. They're all idiots. And, and they're, and they're, they're put as a position of power. Bill Gates. Bill Gates, he was given the technology probably from Roswell to develop Microsoft and given unlimited funding to promote it. That's what he did as far as I'm concerned. The same thing with Bezos. All of these guys are cutouts to the international banks, and they are given this huge amount of money. Did you find out that Bill Gates' mother was working with the Federal Reserve Bank in Seattle, and that Bill Gates' father was the president of national president of Planned Parenthood? Yeah. And, and it's, Ted, it, this is the group. that It's always the same people, Dave. Ted, I'm going to backtrack on you here because we got to have sure. an argument to make this a show, right? We, Let's we, do it. Let's do we, it. We, said, we said we were going to put the gloves on, right? Sure. So I, I, I've done the rope-a-dope here. Now it's time for me to strike. All right, here, go ahead. Here, here's the deal. Okay, I I told you I was in, um, shall we say, proprietary meetings, and uh, two ex astronauts. One I'll mention because he's gone, but uh, we signed non disclosure agreements. But um, um, Edgar Mitchell, all fifteen, walked on the moon. I know you don't believe it, but he was there, and he told me when we landed, the aliens were up on the crust waiting for us. That was a quote, and he didn't say it once; he said it twice. Um, we know many of the astronauts were privately saying what they did see up there, not just craft that followed them to the moon, but uh, buildings that were there when they landed. And now the photos are coming out. I, mean, I saw a thing on YouTube the other day. It was very, very convincing about the photos. And the sources were, were professionally, and they're reputable, and they, they, were, uh, they, they really did a great job. Okay, I believe we went to the moon with Apollo. Okay, now I also believe this. We were at the moon before Apollo, and I'll tell you what my father said. He worked with captured German scientists, reverse engineering theoretical phys- physics on the drawing board, then ostensibly sent it off to the labs, and he never knew what happened there. But here's what he told me. In 1985, before he died, and he had done the work starting 25 years earlier, he said, none of what we ever did ended up in NASA. And he said, therefore, I know we have a secret space force. Well, I've come to learn, and a guy that my father served under, an admiral, his son, same age as me, we grew up on bases together, um, he was one of my sources for a while, connected to the secret space force, now the public space force, created by Trump. So, I do believe in what you're saying. We have a secret space force. I do believe we've been to Mars. There are too many anomalies up there. But we've been on Mars for a long time. The question is, are we Martians or are we Earth that went to Mars? That's what I really don't know. And because here's why I say this. In 1997, the aftermath of the Phoenix Lights, in which 100,000 people, including me, I was out shooting baskets at night in my front yard, and I saw it. We were three miles from the interstate where it flew over. And uh, I went to a briefing at the Phoenix Convention Center by um, uh, Richard Hoagland, uh, who I got to know through Common People. And Richard Hoagland took a drawing of Cydonia, where they have the lights and shadows, according to NASA, but really looks like pyramids and buildings and a sphinx. And he laid it over the Giza Plateau pyramids, a complete match. And 17,500 years ago, they both pointed to the constellation Orion, which is a whole other thing in itself, but it's highly significant. So who built one built the other. Uh, there's a lot about our history that we do not know. So we have a small disagreement here about Apollo going to the moon, but we have no disagreement on the fact that we've been on the moon for a while and we've gone beyond the moon. In fact, I'll even go further. Uh, there's been enough that's leaked out. Uh, like teleportation experiments out of Leipzig, Germany in 2009, we know that stargates exist, and they're here on this Earth. 
Ted, your turn to punch I, I, back. No, no, I, I put, I put my, I'm sorry, Dave, I put my microphone on me so you, I could just sit here and listen to you. Uh, I agree. No, I agree with you. Uh, what, who was the name of the guy? Who was the, was he the uh, DARPA guy who said that, you know, when he retired, he said that we have the technology to take E.T. home. Oh, uh, I'm, 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 I can't think of his name. I know who you mean, yes, but, yeah. No, 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 I, I'm, so, so I'm like you. Now, could they have used facsimile of Apollo? I don't think so. I don't think they have the reasons to do that. Could they have kept Apollo in low Earth orbit? Could these guys who say they were on the moon, could they have actually gone on the moon with other some other type of craft? Well, yeah, of course. And could they be telling the truth? Well, yeah, of course. But remember, a lot of these guys are high-level masons. Remember the one guy who I think was Apollo One that burned up on the spaceship on the on the pad. Well, he, you know, you told me yesterday, and I, I believe you that he was basically wanting to disclose, disclose the full alien disclosure. You know, we had a. In let me say something about the Masons because I don't want this to slip by. Ted, you're sure. you're you're jumping over a really important point you're making. Okay. My father, this this is typical. My father to do this work with the Germans. They made him become a, a crash course educated 32nd degree Mason. He freaking hated it. Hated it. But they also made my mom become an Eastern star, which is the female equivalent. I'm not joking. This was forced upon my parents for my dad to do the work with the Germans he was doing. Well, yeah, because they, they do. And, and it, okay, this is a whole can of worms on this one. The lower level Masons have no idea what's going on. They have no idea unless they've been told by a higher level out of sync. Because they have to grab, they have to go up this level. When you get to these levels of the Masonic lodges, the thirty-second, so thirty-three degree level basin, they start telling you what they do and how much power and control they have. Lower levels are pretty much just a business club. But the reality is this: that they know they know how to keep secrets. That's one of the reasons they use so many Masons. You know, back in the fifties and the sixties, you know, when we started slinging dope out of Southeast Asia with the CIA. And the Catholic Church got involved with running the money in the Catholic churches. They were using Masonic lodges and maces at that point over in Europe and in the United States to distribute the information as far as the money laundering that was being done. That was being done. And it's not all the Masonic lodges; there's some of them. And then because they said the Masons could keep a secret, and then, and the Catholic Church had had an edict for it had been around for centuries that you couldn't be a member of a secret organization and be a Catholic. Well, the Masonic lodges infiltrated the Catholic Church with their priests. And they pushed the pedophilia into the Catholic Church. Uh, they pushed the Schofield Reference Bible into the Christian Protestant churches back in the 40s and the 50s after it was promoted by Cyrus Schofield and Samuel Untermeyer in 1910. Are they the ones that took uh, the Book of Enoch out? No, they took that out in 323 A.D. Okay, at the Council of Nicene. Or, yeah, you know, oh, okay. they, took, they took that out way back when, but they, but, they, but they don't want you to know about that either. Now, could they have? Could the synagogue of Satan have been involved with taking the Book of Enoch out? Yes, of course. Yes, of course, because it's been around for you know for for millennial, and that's why they brother these bloodline families have run everything. But what happens is this group of people have come in now. They've infiltrated the churches because they knew. See, when Christ died on the cross and was resurrected, it changed everything. The Bible says, had the God of this age known what he was doing, he never would have crucified the Son of Glory. Because they understand with the blood covenant that we have now with the Most High God through Jesus, that they don't have a chance of doing anything to us because we're already sealed. When we accept Jesus Christ and we're walking like we're supposed to walk and doing what we're supposed to do and serving the Lord, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, you're going to go directly to heaven when you die. Well, they understand that. The Bible says that Satan runs about seeking those whom he may devour. 
but he may not devour us because we have a blood covenant with the Most High God. We've done entire shows with you before on the blood covenant and what it means to be sanctified by the blood of Jesus. And when we understand that, these guys get really, really angry because they don't want us to know that. So they had to destroy the Catholic Church, and they had to destroy the Protestant Church. They did a lot of the Catholic Church. It got so hopelessly corrupt over a 1,000, 2,000 years, they were selling get-out-of-free health cards with indulgences. It was ridiculous to build their giant cathedrals in Europe. And then the Catholic Church got corrupt. Martin Luther snapped them tight, sort of the Protestant Reformation. Well, they knew they had to do something with that too, so they brought in all of these quote-unquote TV evangelists and radio evangelists back in the 30s, almost all of them high-level Masonic leaders, given unparalleled amounts of radio and TV time when TV was became, became a thing, and they had these big camps and these big tents and all this other stuff, high-level Masons. I could tell you their names, but I don't want to be involved with all that. But there's still some of them running around now that are in their 80s. They were still part of that program, and they're still high-level Masons. And, and they're not Christians at all. And they came in to basically subvert Christianity with the prosperity gospel. Now, should I, do I believe Christians should be blessed? Yes, I believe that with all my heart. But it's not about how much stuff that you have. It's about your relationship with God Almighty. God doesn't care if you have stuff. He doesn't want stuff to have you. Let me give you an example. I mean, I, gosh, I'm gonna, I gotta be so careful not to mention names. I went, I, I've got a friend of mine who basically is a prosperity teacher. He's a nice guy, good friend. I've known him for two decades. And I've heard him speak before. One time I heard him speak on a show, on a seminar, a TV show, a service, or whatever you want to call it. And he started talking about how he was anti-abortion. And then he said very carefully, during this presentation, that he was gonna have his anti-abortion content deleted from the video that was going to be posted on YouTube and that was going to be distributed. He said that. Wow. And he says, and tomorrow when I do the full sermon, you know, on Sunday morning, I'm not going to bring this up again. That's how compromised the Christian church is. They can't even talk about abortion. That's ridiculous. ridiculous. They can't talk about queers or gays or homosexuals or transgenders or anything. They can't talk about any of it because it's not trendy and it's going to affect a certain percentage of their people in the church who are going to stop tithing and giving them money. I see this all the time. It's like, like let me give you a perfect example of Joel Olstein. Joel Olstein is a great motivational speaker. He really is. I know Joel personally. But he is not a hellfire brimstone preacher. That's not what he is. Okay? The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And so if you want to go get rah-rah hoopla at Joel Osteen's church and really go, wow, okay, I enjoy that message, like listening to Zig Ziglar or Jim Rohn on a motivational speech, well, I'm okay with that. Whatever you want to do. But they're, they're teaching people the milk of the word, the simple stuff. They don't talk about repentance. They don't talk about sin. They don't talk about what they should be doing in their lives and not be doing in their lives. They don't talk about the judgment of God for those who don't listen. They don't talk about any of that stuff. They're caught up in the milk of the word and not the meat of the word. Is what the Bible says and Paul said. So if we understand that, then we can see these guys for who they are. And what they've done, they've usurped Christianity. They've come in now with their name it, claim it, grab it, blab it doctrine. And they've taken Jesus out of the doctrine as far as repentance whatsoever, and they've turned it into a circus show with flashy lights, 
with dancers, with banners up on the things. They painted their churches black. They've taken their crosses down. They've taken the blood of Jesus out of all their songs because they want to appeal to as many people as they possibly can to bring them into this cheering section, I guess you'd call it, for themselves and to have more and more churches and more and more money, more and more mansions and more and more private jets. And don't you send me letters on this because I know these guys. I know a bunch of them. And I've been behind the scenes. And it's not what you think it is. I'm telling you guys, I, I, a bunch of these guys, you got to be so careful who I'm not going to mention any names, are, are queer, lesbians, adulterers, money launderers. I've seen it. I know it for a fact. I've been behind the scenes. And guys, listen to me. If you are going to the local church and you got a good pastor who's telling you the truth and not telling you to take COVID shots, okay, talking to you about Jesus and repentance, support that local church. I can say this unequivocally. There is not one TV preacher that I endorse for you to send money to. Zero that list is, and I know too many of them. Okay, period. Now I know some, I know some evangelists that are really good, like Dr. Mark Rutler. He's amazing, and Global Servants. They're amazing. I support that ministry. I support him. That's my extent of who I support outside of my local church. That's it. Be very careful who you send money to. I'd be so careful not to mention names and talk about stuff. Guys, so many of these guys are con men. They're just liars. They're thieves. I had one of them say to me one time, I said he was bringing a speaker in who's a lowlife. Piece of of God's a piece of crap. And I said to him, why are you bringing this guy in? And he goes, well, you know, he's he's a good speaker. I said, well, he's a good speaker, but he's going to come in there and completely lie to your congregation. He goes, well, you know, every once in a while, the sheep need to be sheared. Those were his words, David. He said, the sheep need to be sheared. And I said, what the heck? I said, I will never support you again. I will never come to your church again. And I said, you're the shepherd. You are the shepherd. You're supposed to protect your sheep, not bring in some stinking wolf to shear them. I said, this is not okay. And that guy has gone from church to church to church, running it up in the debt, flipping to other churches. The guy's a complete and total lowlife. Can't stand the guy. And he's supposed to be a man of the cloth, and he's not. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I can't stand him. And see, guys, this is what you have to watch with churches. And I'm, I'm letting you guys know this. I mean, I'm kind of meddling in a lot of your lives right now. But I'm telling you, serve the Most High God. Revere Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, and learn that if you obey God and you do what he tells you to do, he will bless you in every area of your life, and he will protect you. That's what you need to understand. Not all this weird stuff. So... I got off on that to say this. They've completely subverted the Christian church and the Catholic church through their Masonic lodges. Over, I had read one time that over 10,000 of the Southern Baptist preachers were Masons, David. They, they, they came into the Masonic lodges. The Masonic lodges came into the churches as pastors, as elders, as deacons in these churches, and they prevent the pastors, if they're not a Mason, from talking about certain things under threat of being terminated. I see it over and over and over again. So be careful on who you give your money to. That's really, really important. I'm going to say this one more thing. Since I've meddled got everybody mad already, I'm going to say one more thing. If your church's books are not open, if you cannot see where your money goes, if they're sealed and you have no ability to see where the money goes or the full disclosure of finances, stop giving them money because you don't know what they're doing with it. God, they could be going to Vegas and running call girls on the weekends. You don't know what they're doing with it. But be careful with it, guys. I've seen too much with all these guys. And the same thing is with the Catholic Church. What should people do? If you're a Catholic and you support the current Pope, who is one of the people involved with Operation Gladio and Operation Condor, particularly Operation Condor in South America and Argentina, to the killing of his own parishioners, 
throwing them off the back of transport planes with concrete blocks tied to them to get rid of the bodies. <laughs> and you don't see this as a Catholic and what he's doing, talking about he, – he, the guy, this guy's blasphemous. How can you say you're a Catholic and follow this guy? It's not okay. Well, I don't believe what he's – I think he's a bad pope. Well, okay, if you think he's a bad pope, why are you still sending money to the Catholic Church or why are you still supporting the Catholic Church? Well, let's, let's talk about what people – Let's talk about what people can do. Should someone be able to walk into a church office and say, I want to see where our money goes? If they go to church there, yes. If they go to church there and they're donating and tithing, yes. If they're not one of the people that go to church there, absolutely no. If they've been attending that church and they want to go in before they start giving money to that church, they've been going there for a few months and they want to start supporting the church, yes. Now, the other thing you can do, too, is you can designate your offering. In other words, if you know a ministry somewhere that you want to send money to and send another country, you could say, okay, I'm going to give you this money, and I want you to send it to this missionary. You could do that too. And sometimes they'll do it, sometimes they won't. I've had it happen both ways. They've done it, and they haven't done it. You know, <laughs> I had one guy... Oh, gosh, I could tell you stories. I'm not going to go there. It's just too negative. I just, they, they, they lie. And so once you understand that, you get it. See, this is the infiltration of the Kabbalist Luciferian sect through the Schofield Reference Bible that was written by Darby 150 years, 170 years ago that was basically pushed by Cyrus Schofield who pushed it to Darby, to, 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 who pushed it to uh, Samuel Untermeyer, who's the same guy who blackmailed Woodrow Wilson into pushing the Federal Reserve Act and putting Brandish in the Supreme Court, which gave us a World War I candidate for the first <laughs> for Brandish. And it's the same guy who basically pushed the Federal Reserve you know, into the United States and pushed income tax in the United States through that unbelievably syphilis-infected Woodrow Wilson. And, and this is the problem that we have. That Schofield Reference Bible was then pushed in the upper-level elite of New York, pushed to the Oxford Press, and distributed to seminaries all over the world, promoting end-times theology and eschatology and dispensationalism. And it was put there on purpose so they could rebuild a third temple and bring in their Antichrist, because in the book of Thessalonians it says that the Antichrist will come out on the steps of the temple and declare himself God. That's what they want. They want to resurrect their satanic serpent god they have a name for him they call him Einsoff. he's got his own wikipedia page if you want to look it up it's all part of the zohar and they want to bring that entity back into existence on the temple steps so they're all about rebuilding the third temple and this is all pushed through the masonic lodges which are based based out of this zohar stuff if you go to the deepest levels including the person who sits in the casket in the 30th degree ritual in the mortuary that's now, that used to be the – they take the, uh, the, the the lodge and they turn it into a mortuary, and the person in the casket is the man who wrote – you know, this is all symbol symbology. He's pretending like he's dead and he's not – is the guy who wrote the Zohar. I did a whole show on this, which is that book of ancient – you know, Judaism as part of the the, the 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 Talmud that goes that takes the ancient Canaanite religions, the ancient religions of sacrificing children to Baal, Moloch, Asherah, and the ancient Egyptian religions, and rolls them into a high how-to primer of witchcraft and Satanism. It's in the, it's called the Zohar, and this is the group that practices from that who believe that they are going to rule the world and they're going to each get twenty five hundred slaves. This is that group. And if once you understand that, and you understand they control the major industry, they control the money supply, they control the central banks, they control the military industrial complex, they control State Street, Vanguard, BlackRock. Once you see that and you understand it, you can't unsee it, but then it starts making sense on who they are and what they do. But they infiltrated Christianity and Protestantism, and they have basically defanged Protestantism. That's why you won't have any pastors talk about abortion from the pulpit. Not Well, not any. Very few. 
there are still some there are still some very good God fearing pastors who tell the truth from the pulpit. And that may empty out their churches when they do it. They do it anyhow because they want the people to know what's happening. Like, hey, you need to store up some food. Hey, you need to eat clean. Hey, you need to exercise and work out. Hey, you need to be thinking about what you're doing with your with your time, your spare time, and all the things that we're doing here as far as in preparation to make sure you have good good you know gun control habits, et cetera, et cetera. They can talk to like that from the pulpit. But the Johnson, Lyndon Johnson was a stinking pervert. He's a weirdo. All right, he gave us the Johnson Amendment back in the '60s because the pastors all over the country were hammering him from the pulpits. So he passed to have the Johnson Amendment pushed through with the separation of church and state. Lyndon Johnson was completely a Kabbalist-controlled, weirdo, sexual deviant is what he was. And yet he turned right around and dragged us all into Vietnam, which was not a war against the Viet Cong. It was a war against the producers of heroin and the growing of poppy in Southeast Asia because they were interfering with the transportation and the growing of the, the CIA's fields of poppy in the Southeast Asia. And the CIA didn't want to have competition. Why do you think you were spraying Agent Orange everywhere? It wasn't to clear out the forest so they could see Viet Cong movement. It was to destroy the other poppy fields. That's what all this was about. Why do you think they went into Laos and Cambodia? All the rest of it. And that's why John F. Kennedy wanted to get rid of the CIA. It's one of the reasons they killed him. That and he wanted full disclosure on what happened with Roswell. And he was running his mouth to Marilyn Monroe. And he passed executive order, what was it, 11116 or something like that, getting rid of the Federal Reserve. I don't remember now. He did all of these things at once, and they blew his head off on primetime TV to show everybody who was in control. It was a coup d'etat. And, 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 and this is what we have to understand is going on, Dave. Yeah, one of the things I want to do, though, before we leave this is there's stories out there. And listen, I know we have a Chinese presence in, in uh, Canada. I know we have one in Mexico. I know they've infiltrated this country. I've written about it many times. Uh, but there are rumors out there right now that uh, we're facing an imminent invasion in the next 30 days. Can you talk about that? Yeah, it's total crap. <laughs> okay, that's the end of that. Thanks for tuning no, in, ladies gonna, and gentlemen. No, no. Why, why do they, number one, they're not going to nuke us either, all right? And here's why. Infrastructure. They've just spent trillions of dollars putting up 5G towers everywhere to control the hearts, the minds, the thoughts with everybody on the planet that's left to track everybody. They're not going to tear all that down with, with nuclear weapons. And the doggone aliens came in in 67, whoever they are, fallen angels or extraterrestrials or ETs or demons, whatever you want to call them. They took over that military base to shut down all those nuclear silos back in 67. We see that coming out as record now. And so they don't want us nuking each other. Now, could, could the Chinese come into the United States if the United States completely collapses? And we were, and there is no government structure anymore. Absolutely, yes, but not now. It's, we're not. It's not ready for that. Could Spesdots come in? Yes. Could the United Nations come in? Ah, now that's the right question. That's the key. See, if that's we go into rebellion, Biden will invoke the Kigali principles and illegal treaties signed by Obama. Didn't go through the Senate, that's exactly and that means right. that twenty-eight member nations of the UN on the UN say so can come in and make a country the way they want it. And that goes completely against the Treaty of Westphalia which was signed hundreds of years ago, in which a country that's in civil war, because we'd have to be in civil war for that to happen. If a country's in civil war, people cannot come into that country without the express invitation of the leadership of that country. But then again, you're saying it again. You said it right. If a Biden, which is a Biden, or the gay Kenyan is running the things, which they're not, it's the Kabbalists running the thing, if they decide to call in that treaty and ask the United Nations to come in for health, help then they will not be in violation of the treaty of esfala and then at that point yes yes because at that point the united states military will be turned against its own people and i don't think that'll ever happen i know obama did the best he could to purge it 
and you know Biden's done the best he could to kill it with the shots, and, and we've done the best to destroy it with transgenders going in. We've done all that. But the United States military, especially the old guys that are over the age of 40 and 50 and 60, have been around for a while. These guys are awake. They're very, very trained. They have specialty skill sets as far as what they do. It's one of the reasons they had to inject them with the doggone, you know, shots and tell them they had to be, have shots if they want to continue to go to the, get the VA benefits and all the above because they wanted to have the ability to get rid of as many of them as they possibly can. Because these guys are trained in hardcore, they're hardcore combat veterans, you know, the guys who were in the Middle East, et cetera, et cetera. They don't want them being able to defend the American people. So yes, the American people could have the United Nations turned on them, but it won't be imminent. It's not going to happen in the next six months. That's none of that's happening because we have to have a full failure of everything in the country. We got to go back to the Stone Age within the middle of a civil war before any of that happens. We're, no, we're not going to happen. Well, that's, that's, that's what we're moving towards. It is, but remember, they don't have. They could have a slow collapse because what they what they want to drop us down to 100 million people according to the Deagle forecast within three years. This will be very difficult to do with the current rate of death. They're going to have to massively increase stuff. Now, monkeypox is just – now, here's what monkey monkeypox could be besides being a gay disease again with this bathhouse over in Europe. But here's what it could be. They could have encapsulated with the nanolipid proteins different things like monkeypox or Ebola, et cetera, et cetera, and put them into the shots, and they're sitting in your body dormant. And they could use 5G. I'm not saying they're going to do this. I'm saying this is speculation on my part. They could use 5G and specific energy waves broadcast through 5G to dissolve those nanolipid particles, those fat particles that this stuff's encased in, to release it inside the body for the people that have been vaccinated and release super, super contagions all over the planet by doing that to reduce the population that were unbelievably you know, transfer, transmittable. They could do that. that. That is a possibility. But the reality is is that are they willing to do that now? They're going to have more and more and more vaccines coming out. There's dozens in the pipelines already, more and more injections, and the stupid people are going to continue to do that. Could this be a giant IQ test? <laughs> see, how, see, how many, see how stupid these people are now and see how many shots they'll take. See how many things they'll put into their body without asking what they are and if proper testing has been done. I don't know. But the reality is there's a lot of people out there that have PhDs, which doesn't say a whole lot. A lot of people, but that says means that that means PhD means piled higher and deeper, because I know a lot of PhDs that are so stupid they don't even know how to open an umbrella or come out of the rain. It's ridiculous. I mean, I'm talking dumb, no common sense at all. So they were going to believe all this stuff. But guys, here's the thing: if you obey what God says, if you obey what Jesus Christ says, if you repent for what you do that you know is wrong, and you ask God to forgive you, and you continue to try to walk in love with other people and try to help as many people as you possibly can and give as many people as you possibly can the information and the access to the show we're doing right now or my show or Dave's show so they'll know the truth and the truth will set them free, things will be okay. We can change this and turn it back around. We really can. The problem is we have to get the, the pastors and the pulpit to wake up and start talking to what's left of their congregations after Donald Trump carpet bombed the United States and shut the economy down and put hundreds of thousands of people out of work. Donald Trump did that. Never forget that. This isn't a partisan issue. The Democrats and the Republicans don't run the country. The bankers do. They're the only ones that have the economic power to shut down the economic world engine. They're the only ones because they own everything, and they control all the money supply. And if you have a candidate who doesn't do what they tell them to do, they can track the money supply in that country if they're the president, putting them in a recession, into a depression. The entire economy starts to collapse. Everybody starts to rebel. They have an election. They're immediately thrown out of office. And the candidate that will follow the leading of the international bankers who's being funded by them will get unlimited amounts of advertising dollars to be elected. And when he gets elected, he'll follow the beat of the drummer. So as long as we have a central bank in this country that's composed by Luciferian, Kabbalist, 
sex death cult weirdos, we're not going to fix this mess. It's like Ron Paul said, we've got to get rid of the Federal Reserve. There's no choice, or we need to nationalize it and take it out of the hands of the private bankers. We can do that too. But you don't need to issue debt-free. You don't have to. We need to be issuing debt-free currency. That's how you control everything. You control the reason. The reason the economy is hyperinflated like it has is they've pumped all of this currency to their, to their member banks pretty much at zero percent interest. They loan it back out using derivatives to forty to one. Which means if they get a million dollar loan at zero percent interest, they'd loan out forty million dollars at ten percent interest. And so they have unlimited amounts of money to buy up the stock market. That's what they've done. And so what they've done, they've invested all of this money. That's why the market's gone to over thirty thousand dollars, because they've bought it up using money and doing those types of techniques. The reason that the housing market has hyperinflated the way it is, is the interest rates have been too low. And because the interest rates have been too low and the Fed has not increased that because they're too busy buying up all the stocks around the world, they basically have hyperinflated the housing. Now we're starting to see another bubble crunch. It's, it's pump and dump, pump and dump, pump and dump. And every time people dump it, they buy it back up again and pennies on the dollar. And the, and the income and the net worth of the middle class is destroyed. And then you have these few elite oligarchs that are billionaires. When they say every 30 minutes another billionaire was being made during the pandemic, that's what they said at Davos this week. Every 30 minutes another billionaire is being made? What the heck? Because of that happened because they shut down the world economic engine. And the bankers are the only ones that can shut down the world economic engine. That's a term that I coined and phrased two years ago. And I said nobody else has the authority to do that, and they can do that through contraction of the M1 or the money in circulation or increasing the interest rates. It's Donald Trump and Joe Biden had nothing to do with the inflation we currently have. Okay, it's the international banks that have done that. Well, I think and Biden's I energy policies have greatly added to our uh, misery. I, no, I don't think so. Not no, because what's happened? The international banks control all of it. Biden's not. Biden doesn't have an energy policy. They, the international banks have an energy policy. Uh, they, 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 all, they control everything. They control all of it. And once we get that and we understand it's that group, that shadowy group, the Council of 300, the Bilderberger group, the Bohemian Grove group, the groups that run all of those groups, it's that group of the wizards and the warlocks and the witches from the Zohar and, the, and these weirdos who sacrifice children and drink blood and adrenochrome. That's the group that runs the planet because they answer directly to Lucifer himself through an interdimensional interface of some type. It's probably through human sacrifice. And now they want to connect us all in that interdimensional interface through a D-wave computer. With the guy who built the D-Wave computer who doesn't even understand how it works. Can you imagine where that technology came from? He goes, it's like standing before the altar of an alien god. Look it up yourselves, guys. D-Wave computer standing before the altar of an alien god. That's what he says about describing it. And that's what they want to hook us all up to. They have to do that through 5G because they want to make us all having evil thoughts all the time, just like they did in Genesis chapter 6, when I believe the pyramids were their 5G towers at that point. And they were creating an energy field around the planet that was being controlled by Lucifer, creating a negative energy thought pattern throughout everybody all of the time, all over the planet. And then God himself came down, tore the continental plates apart, shifted the magnetic ley lines, turned the pyramids off, and stopped it. And they want that back again. It's that same group that was here before and after the flood, the Bible says. It's the fallen angels and their, 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 their spawn, the spawn of Satan what they are with all their weird dna are they uh, are they the disembodied spirits are they what what it would form a lot of people say that day they say that the nephilim that died that day or the disembodied spirits i don't know 
gosh, who knows? I know I've seen some weird stuff in my life. I know I lived in a haunted house one time, and it's not funny if you live in one, by the way. I just thought I'd mention that. And I know we had the place cleansed, and we had it anointed with oil, and we pleaded the blood of Christ over it. We cleansed it back out. I know that. And they got sold and got sold again. And I talked to the next person who was there, and then we find out apparently the lady who I had bought it from was doing seances at the place or other kind of weird stuff trying to talk to her dead husband. And the guy had moved out of there, the second owner, because the place was still haunted. He had, he had, he had water faucets turning on by themselves, blinds opening and closing by itself, all these crazy things in the hallways at night, you know, hearing voices. I mean, all these crazy things. If you've ever lived in an environment where you've been in something like that, it's weird. And it's not something, and when you, I can say one thing. If you ever, ever get involved or have been in, around any of that stuff, you don't want to go see scary haunted movies anymore because it's not a joke to you anymore. It's real and it's not funny anymore. That's a fact. I saw two of those entities in the house. Twice I saw them. And when I lived in there, we, and then we had the place cleansed. And I thought, okay, this place is a spook fest. I'm out of here. And that, and that, and I've never talked about that on your show. That happened to me twice in my life. And it's no longer a joke to me. I never see haunted movies anymore. I don't go to, I don't, I don't watch stuff like that. I don't want to see it. We have an interdimensional, we have, we, we have an interdimensional world that we live in with multiple levels, levels of reality. We know that from quantum mechanics. We understand that. But holding everything together, this super string field is a unified intelligence. That's Jesus doing that. And so why do we want to try to bring something else into our lives from another dimension? I mean, they were bringing shamans and witch doctors to this year's Davos event. So they could give them all those hallucinating drugs so they could see into another dimension and see the demons that they basically worship and, and fawn over. And this is, this is the group that's running the planet. And so once you understand that this battle that we have is not against flesh and blood, but against these interdimensional entities, and the Bible tells us that very clearly, then we understand that we have to keep our hearts and minds in Jesus Christ. Because he is the author, he is the finisher, he is the perfecter of our faith, and without Jesus, we don't have a hope. We have no hope whatsoever. And they know that. That's why they have an atavistic hatred of Jesus. Because on the cross, he showed him who was boss when he was resurrected from well, the death. Ted, I, t- I totally agree with what you're saying here because of the fact that uh, we're looking at Christian persecution, the Democrats, the Democratic Party. That's they took right. God out of their party platform years ago. Uh, Biden, you think he exudes Christianity? Any prayers no, for the uh, families of the fallen kids? Nope. No, 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 no. We know who he serves. We know what he is. Um, Ted, r- real quickly here before we have to close, Talk about health masters. Oh, sure, Dave. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, you guys, I'm going to give you a little background on me real quick. A lot of you probably heard me for the first time today. If you already if you think I'm nuts, or I don't know what you think I am, but but I, I was I was I, I've been I've been a, I've been in the field of health for forty something years. I was trained as a naturopathic physician. Uh, I've done seminars all over the United States. Spoke to over a million people live seminars. I shared the platform with pretty much everybody that you'd ever heard of. I guess as far as ex presidents, etc. Uh, I've written many books. Uh, I was a licensed nutritionist. I was a naturopathic physician, but they didn't have the licensing for that here in Florida. I was licensed as a nutritionist. I saw thousands and thousands of patients. I helped them lower blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, blood sugar. I was I was made very well known by the top ten foods never to eat and how to lower blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, and blood sugar without the use of drugs. And uh, I've sold millions of books, and uh, that's who I am. And we have a company called Health Masters, and it manufactures the highest quality nutraceutical supplements in the world as far as I'm concerned. And we give you a simple guarantee. If you don't feel better in 30 days on our supplements, when you start them, we just, you send it back, we give you a money back guarantee. That's, that's how careful we are as far as giving you your money back because we don't have that happen. Nobody really ever turns or, you know, it's like one tenth of one hundredth of one percent or something silly because people try the product and they don't want to take the product or whatever. They return it to us because our products work. 
They feed you. They feed your body. They feed your chemistry. They, they keep you healthy. I mean, I'm 66 years old, almost 67. I haven't had any coffee today. I really rarely ever drink coffee. And I really feel good all of the time. And I work out all the time. I'm in pretty good shape. I know Dave works out too. And so we hear, the thing about it is, is that if you eat the right foods and you take the right supplements, you have really good energy all the days of your life and be in really good shape. Think about it, guys. If you're 100 pounds overweight or 200 pounds overweight, heaven forbid, more than that, and something really happens and you no longer have access to, you know, your food and your diet and your supplements or your medications, what are you going to do? It's better to be in shape to begin with if the soup hits the fan so that you'll basically be able to deal with all that. And so it's really important to eat clean and be healthy. It's one of our books we have. It's called Eat Clean and Be Healthy. Exactly. And do everything you possibly can to stay good. We've got to close here because I just want to give out the uh, URL, healthmasters.com, coupon code HEALTH5 to take 5% off. Interesting stuff. We covered a lot of territory. We didn't fight as much as I'd hope. We'll have to try harder next time. (laughs) Ted, thanks for joining us. I appreciate you, my friend. Thanks for having me on.